All right, we're back, everyone. We had a little technical difficulties. Talk to you, dropped the call or something weird. Um, so I was making some sort of point about this group uh, about Occupy Wall Street. Um, oh, I think I think that's right. Now I remember what you were saying. You were saying that um, that you know that you don't know. It may or may not be true that like there's you know there's a sort of a sort of a list of of, of conditions yeah. that have to be satisfied for a social uh, movement to succeed yeah, so, or what have you. So, uh, yeah, I was saying that, 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 you know, historians or political scientists might, might know this or make a point or it might just be forever true with the social structure of the human being that, that there's these, you know, lists or these one or two uh, uh, things that need to happen for groups to succeed. Or, and, you know, that might be true. But my point is, my point was, or is, that, um, that I think there's different avenues of success and there's different avenues of change and that that this group might reach something some sort of success or some sort of marker of change before it gets to a point that everybody who's involved coalesces into one or two or three or four demands you know and i was saying like you know you you in order you know you have to have demands before you have to have goals and you can't know if you reach your goals until you actually make goals but my point was i don't think anyone should try to pigeonhole what's going on now and, and, you know, put it in a box that's already been built and say, well, it's not like this movement or it's not like that movement or it didn't have these goals like that thing had or, it's, you know, I feel like until it figures out what it is and what it can do, any you know, any of that stuff is, is not really relevant. And I was saying, like, having a, a firm list of demands is, to me, on the, on the low, you know, if that's your own, if that's the worst thing you can say about this group is, they don't have a cohesive list of demands. I think that's fine. I think that's a very low level of issues because what's at the top of their priority list is that everyone who wants to be involved get involved. That no matter what your ideology is and no matter what your political, uh, you know, ideology is, that your voice matters and it counts. And and it, and as long as you agree or not agree, but but want to share that disagreement. Uh, that there's too much, you know, that 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 Wall Street has too much power over our economy and over our politics, then you're part of 99 percent. You know, then I think you should go down there and stand up for that. And again, whether or not, the, you know, if this thing peters out next week, if it peters out two years from now, if it if it never gets a constitutional amendment, uh, uh, to end, you know, uh. Uh, corporate uh, donations to, you know, corporate funding of uh, campaigns and stuff like that. If it doesn't, you know, that's, I feel like to get in, to get involved in something only because it's going to reach a goal. I mean, again, that's important. You do want to use your time wisely, but by, by occupying, by standing up, by demonstrating, by protesting, by getting involved in direct action, that is the point. You know, the point is that American people aren't going to be shit upon anymore. The point is, you know, the list, you know, I feel like that's the main thing is that is that people don't want to live in a country that's worse than their parents had and that and that's going to be worse for their kids. And and at a certain point everyone has to make the decision to either sit back and be quiet and let the status quo perpetuate itself or stand up and 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 say no, I don't like that, and say something about it, whether or not it gets changed or not. So I feel like that's why I support this. 
like I said before, not everybody is at a place ideologically or politically or whatever to to really be on board or to really go out. You know, everyone can do something to help, even if they don't feel like they want to go go down there or they don't want to demonstrate or they don't want to, you know, sleep overnight or camp out like people are doing. There's other ways you can help support people who, at the very least, want economic and freedom for all Americans, at the very least. They might be pro-life, they might be pro-choice, but this is the, the least what they can agree on is that the, 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 the American dream is dead. We need to figure out how to rebuild it and figure out how to make our economy work for most people and not just top 1% or 2%. And I feel like that's it. That's all you need to start with. I feel like if, if that agreement is not strong enough to compel you to go down there, then, you know, I don't know what else is. Um, because that is the crux of everything that's wrong in this country, is, is money and politics, is the corporate influence over our government. I mean, that is the, you know, you don't like, you know, name an issue. And let's see how it connects to, you know, to Wall Street. Um, so that that's my point, is that, um, I guess I already made it. I don't need to restate it, do I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I get your point. I and of course, like, I mean, it's hard to be certain about anything. I mean, I you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I'm right about anything I'm saying. I I could easily be. I have been wrong in the past. I will be wrong again. So you know. Whatever, I make these statements because I think they're true, but, you know, whatever, who knows. So, I mean, when I say this, it just seems sort of logical to me, I guess, that, like, just just to, like, pull it back a little more, like, make it more abstract. Like, if if you want to accomplish something, you're more likely to accomplish something if you have a goal. Like, I just, that just seems kind of straightforward to me. Hey, I think that's most likely true. I totally agree with you. That 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 is logical. It makes sense. If we see it in practice, if you don't know, because if you don't set a goal, how do you know how to reach that goal, right? I, right. I totally agree with that. But and that's not what the point is. And as you pointed is. out, you won't necessarily reach the goal you originally had. Exactly. But exactly. you will. But but because you were motivated by that goal, you will. You might accomplish something. You yeah. Know, it's along like, the hey, way. I'm gonna. Tr- it's like I'm gonna train to run a marathon, but you know, you train for a year and all you can run is a half marathon. Well, you still sure. did something, right? Exactly. You set a goal, you reach, you reach a, a smaller subset of that goal. But uh, but that, to me, that's not what the point of this is about right now. The point isn't. Uh, the point is to to you know, I almost feel like this is a head count. This is it's a roll call across America, across the world, to say stand up if you feel like this is not working. If this, if the economic system that we have right now is not working for you, then get involved. That's, I feel like that's all it's asking. Anything else? Any other ideology? Any other political, uh, you know, characteristics or whatever? That's all extra. I think that's. And all I mean, extra. especially if we're if we're saying like, I gotta go join a group with people that hold political views that I don't like. I I'm I'm especially concerned about, you know, knowing that the goals that it eventually has are going to be goals that I agree with. You know. Well, that's the whole point about having a a consensus, right? If you go down to Occupy Bloomington, no one that group is not going, you know, as long as that group is run the way 
these groups are, are trying to design themselves to run, self-organizing, no leaders, no one has one voice that's more than the other. As long as that, that, that framework stays true, then that group is not going to engage in anything you don't agree with. Because if you did disagree with it, you would have brought it up at the General Assembly. You would have said, I have a hard block to this. You would have said, if this thing passes, I am leaving. And they would say, we're not passing this unless there's 100% consensus. Okay, so that that's how you negate that, and that's how you get uh, the fringe ideas and the ideas that people can't all agree with to not even be on the table right now. You know, is because you know, oh, we need to bring our troops back. Yes, that's important. We need to end the Fed. Okay, we need to get involved in Palestine and Israel. Okay, like all of these other things that people could easily make this about are not getting, are not rising to the top of 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 the action of these groups. Because everyone has to come to a consensus, and by the very nature of a consensus, only the things that matter to everybody is going to be up there. So if you're a part of the group, the group is going to do things you agree with, you know, because you have a voice and you will specifically be able to say, no, I don't agree with that. what that guy just said. I don't think we need religion in schools. He wants this Occupy movement to be about getting God back in the school and to have prayer in school and whatever. I disagree with that. Then the, then the group has to come with a consensus and say, is Occupy Bloomington going to be, you know, uh, you know pro-creationism uh, uh, taught in classrooms or not? You know, if that's the topic of discussion, somebody could pose that. Somebody could say, I, I'd like this group to have to, – to agree to this. You know, it, it's, it's going to be a consensus or not. So that is the mechanism by which – you know, you're going to be able to be with people who disagree with you on these other subset of issues, but on the big issues, the one that the issues that affect everybody, because uh, you know, creation in the schools doesn't necessarily affect everybody. You might not have kids, you know, you might not care, but but econ economics affects everybody. There's no one who is outside of the economic system, um, so you know, and the political system. So you know, those two things are linked. So I feel like that that's what this thing is about right now. What what it's going to be about in five months? I don't know. You know, it might it might coalesce into some very specific message, and they all might say, you know what, this is a one. Th you know, it might just be a campaign to get money out of politics, and that's it. And they all say, every group around the world unanimously says, or not around the country says, hey, this is what we want: money out of politics. That's the one demand we have, and they might stick with that. You know, or they could keep growing and growing and and uh fluctuating in numbers or whatever it might not grow all the time uh but it could just keep going until congress says hey we're going to try this maybe this will shut them up it might shut them up it might not shut them up you know but there's there's any number of outcomes here uh some might say infinite uh and um <laughs> and um and i think i think i think uh my philosophy here my two cents is just that don't let complacency and don't let fear and don't let um, the idea that uh, institutions are too big to be changed and don't let uh, you know don't don't let the forces that govern the status quo keep you from raising your voice. That's all I have to say about the issue. And if you think this this is not the way to raise your voice, fine, do it some other way. I think it's important that you do it. You know, I think it's important you stand up for what you believe because if you don't, you know, you won't get what you want. You won't get your rights. You know, your rights will be trampled because, you know, uh, our rights had to be, you know, guaranteed and, you know, the rights that we have had to be guaranteed in the Constitution. Like, corporations didn't give us those rights. If it was up to them, we wouldn't have them. 
you know. So you you know you can't lose sight of the fact that 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 life is a, a struggle and a, and it's a battle and and so is politics, and it's a battle against who has the most uh, who has the most influence, and if you know and this movement is about saying that corporate America has too much influence over how the government treats the rest of the people, and it's unsustainable, and you know there's a reason why you know the economy hasn't picked up the reason why we headed we're headed to a double dip recession. There's a reason why, you know, uh, people have fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty, hundred thousand dollars in college loans. You know, there's a reason why people can't buy houses. There's a reason, you know, there's a reason for all this stuff. And the reason is it goes back to Wall Street. You know, it goes back to how we set up this this country and how we set up our our economy. And that can be changed. You know, and I know that sounds like revolution, but it can be incrementally changed, <laughs> one election at a time, right? One democratic election at a time, peacefully. Um, so yeah, so I, I feel like hopefully that gives you some ideas about what 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 this thing is about, and what's going on, and and again, like I'm not someone who's easily bought into groups and movements, and uh, and you know because for various reasons, and this Occupy Wall Street is a very specific culmination of things that makes me say yeah i'm on that page you know if 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 it was a leader if it was a leader to movement i'd have a different opinion about this um you know if it was all left wing i'd have an opinion about this it was saying we don't want any tea party people here we don't want any independents here we don't want any republicans here i'd have a different opinion about this if they were saying uh, we want uh, to demolish the government or we want no corporations in America. I have a different opinion about this, but that's not what they're saying. And I think, you know, you got to go and hear what they're saying to figure out if it's for you or not. But I think the qualifications to figure out if, is if, if it's for you or not, based on how the framework has been set up, is, you know, are you benefiting from this economy or not? And do you expect to in the long run? And do you expect that this planet will be around in, in 100 years? You know, and uh, and if you if you say no to that stuff, if you say, well, I might have a job now, but I might not in a month or a year or, you know, or, uh, yeah, I might have a job, but I can't afford health insurance, you know, or, yeah, I might have health insurance, but, man, I can't use it. <laughs> you know, if I get sick, I actually won't be able to, you know, pay for this thing or, you know, I, I just think we have the right to decide how we live our lives. That's what it comes down to for me. And uh, and I you know that's what politics, that's what democracy is about, uh, voicing that right to say this is how I want it. And uh, you know, in the beginning of this movement, any movement, it's the people who are most passionate for change that are going to be there. The people who are sort of moderately passionate for change will come next, <laughs> and the people who are reluctant uh, will come later. So you know, I'm not saying uh, you know, got to get in it now or don't or you can't reap the benefits or anything like that uh you know if something ha changes but but I think it is important that it builds momentum and that we all you know physically move our bodies to a location so it can be made clear that you as an individual and, and those people who are there collectively uh you know disagree about the central idea of Wall Street and uh, and then of course there's other 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 topics discussed there. And what's cool about these things, man? I mean, they they have classes that are going on. When I went Saturday, 
uh, this guy was giving a lecture about uh, Glass-Steagall and how that changed uh, economics in Wall Street. And, uh, you know, there's there's all kinds of classes in education. You know, it's about educating people on the issues, too. So even if you don't know what's going on or don't know how things are affecting you or don't know why your company is laying people off every quarter, yet posting record profits, or you don't know, you know, why the roads can't be fixed in your town, uh, you can go figure it out. Go find out. Go talk to people. And I just think, you know, I'm I'm one of those crazy hippie liberals, but, you know, we, we have to stand together as people against the forces that want to divide us, you know, because that's, to me that's the best part of humanity is uh, is is community and solidarity and standing together and, and working for change collectively. Um, you know, and if ants can do it, why can't we? <laughs> good point. <laughs> They're really good at that. I don't they know. are. Give them credit. I have to say. Now, you might say ants have a leader with the queen and they, they have this de- definitive goal. They do that. But, hey, you think they had that at the beginning? They can't you just, like, stand beginning? around in a pile and be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's figure out what we want, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Listen, and, I, and, again, I'll, I'll say you know, I might have a different opinion about this if, if it was only Occupy in America. You know, but this this idea, you know, specifically the Occupy ideas around the world, but the, the fundamental idea of people standing up and using the Internet for social justice and change is a worldwide phenomenon that's going on now. And I think it's, you know, we saw that in the Middle East. We saw it in North Africa. We saw that the riots in the U.K. I mean, this isn't, this isn't an isolated phenomenon. This isn't something that historically, you know, hasn't happened before in terms of people standing up for their rights and, and change. So, I, I, you know, I know that kind of stuff is scary. I know change is scary and all that kind of stuff, you know, uncertainty is is scary. Um, right. But, and know, especially with be... sort of like, you know, the, 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 the checkered history of, um, you know, revolutionary movements. I mean, you know, I, I would say, you know, I would say that, you know, there's, you know, there's certainly exceptions to the rule, but I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's any number of examples of, you know, revolutions leading to, um, you know, leading to systems and regimes that are that are actually worse than the predecessor that was already bad. So that's what I was going to talk about is, <clears throat> is one of the, you know, one of the things this movement has to worry about is outside infiltrators, right? Because there will be people in the powers that be in the status quo who will seek to co-opt this in various ways, who will seek to distort the message, who will oh, certainly. Send, send people in to infiltrate and to try to figure out who's in charge and to try to, uh, you know, take over and institute demands and, and uh, dissent. And there's, I don't, I'm not an expert again, I hate saying that, but I feel like I always have to qualify that, you know, there's people who say that happened in the Middle East, that, you know, the uprising in Egypt wasn't wholly organic, that, uh, you know, CAA operatives got in there and, and said, hey, you know, and 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 stirred up public dissent until it became a a sort of democratic movement, um, you know. So I I think there's there's any number of detractors, and I don't want to be naive and to say that this is the only way for change, or this is this will certainly do change, or it'll only be positive change, or anything. You who can say? Maybe this movement was started by the CIA. <laughs> Maybe this movement was started by the CEA. Who, you know, what what they would, you know, the the thing is, they're obviously not leading it, and they obviously couldn't have predicted that it would get to this point, even if they did start it, right? 
Um, but uh, and and there's no way they can control it by by and, and that's the thing again. Like I would I would feel differently about this if it was central. You know, there was a central. You know, Occupy Wall Street was the main, and everybody else had to do what they wanted. I I would I would feel you know I might still agree with what they want. But I would feel diff- be feel different about joining. But the fact that Occupy Bloomington is different than Occupy Minnesota, Occupy Hawaii, Occupy wherever, that the commonalities that they have is that it's all inclusive, self governing, positive, nonviolent, anti corporate greed and and uh you know, control over our government. Uh, you know, that's the stuff they all have in common. Everything else is up to the people there to decide. And if you go there and if you're part of the group, um, you know, you get to help figure out what the group wants to do. And if you and you can't complain, you know, you can't complain about it if you're not there. You can't complain about it if why is that committee doing that thing? Well, I don't know. Go be on that committee and put you know, have them agree or disagree with your, your opinions. And to me that is the best way to you know, to institute change to figure out what's going on. Because you're gonna have like I said before, you know, uh, it's a it's a place to go and learn too, you know. Um, uh, figure out what the issues are because there's time, I mean there's people who talk about stuff I don't know I don't have the answer on what to do with the Fed you know I'm pretty sure something's up <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not working the way that's best I don't know how to change it I don't know all the answers that's one of the, the issues that uh, that this if this was an anti-Fed party or movement I I, I wouldn't be signing up because I don't know enough about it. What I do know is that uh, you know the economic state of this country is is horrible, and the future is not bright. And and the only thing I think that everybody can do about it is uh, at this point, uh, I, I shouldn't say only thing. One of the things people can do about it at this point is is, is to occupy. So have I convinced you yet? What what else I got to say? How much money do I have to give you? <laughs> Jeez, man. I you know. Yeah, I mean, you, you you make a strong case. I I have to say again, I feel like it, the simple the simple case is is what else are you going to do? Although actually, I would say, um, you know, maybe to a greater extent, you uh, you you uh, you scared you. And, and, and <laughs> scared me is quite the right word. Like sort of inspire me to want to do something, I guess. But I, I'm yeah. still I'm still not totally convinced about this. This this uh, this what, occupy thing. What? I, I mean, I I know that I know that you've you've done you've done a valiant job. I I can't I I can't say I've heard anyone talk about it uh, in in a way that makes it sound as appealing. But um, but yeah, I, I'm still you know my fundamental hangups still bother me. I'm still just not prepared to sort of commit to to it. Um, you know. Well, and, what does that mean? What what does committing to it mean? Well, you know, going, like showing up, like okay. becoming becoming a part of it That's a con- in that but, way. Yeah, but I feel like commitment is one of those weird words because I feel like you're not committing anything. Like if you go, you're not committing anything. Well, I mean, I'm committing the time. I mean, that you know, that's what mm-hmm. I mean. Like I'm not prepared to like okay. actually try to think about committing to it. I don't know. Maybe that's okay. the word. I don't know. Anyway, like it, it sort of makes me think, you know, maybe I should do something. <laughs> Listen, I would agree with you something. Out what what I actually want to do. Yeah, and that's and if that's all you got out of this, that's that's a, a ton, I think. That's a ton. If that's the least uh idea you have now. So, 
because I, I think that's 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 at least what my point is is everybody you know people need to be doing something because if you if everyone's not doing something because that's you know collectively that's the most power we have Indivi- you know individually we don't have a lot of power collectively we have power and the collective power is the only thing that's strong enough to go against corporate power and political power and listen, if the country was doing fine and we had like 5% or 3% unemployment and people could go to college and buy houses and be fine and people had jobs and, hey, I, you know, there'd be no point. There'd be no point to be out in the streets, but that's not the case. You know, the case is that there are specific interests in the country who are not only trying to, I mean, it's a theft, right? I mean, if you really look at Wall Street, if you really look at the top 1%, they are extracting capital out of the economy. You know, they are literally taking money out of the economy, uh, which, which is, which is depressing the economic prosperity of everybody below them. You know, if you look at the share of wealth at the top have now between 30 years ago and 50 years ago and a hundred years ago, you'll see that the huge change, you know? So, um, and, you know, and that was the thing about the Tea Party was, you know, they went and they were very loud and vocal and got a lot of attention, you know, but they were largely anti-tax, anti-government, small government kind of a thing, you know, which is policy, I think. Um, and they were very angry and they had, the, and that's all they had was their anger and their anti-tax policy, anti-government policy. Rhetoric. Yeah. And I feel like this is totally that was the core. It kind of yeah. it kind of got it kind of got yeah, yeah, yeah. diffused was, from it, there. It, but it got and then they got other stuff attached to it. But I'm yeah, about that and politicians goes. co-opted it and all that stuff. Yeah, but this is this is completely different. This is complete. I feel like it's just miles away from what that was because this isn't about policy. This is about morality. And I feel like when you fight, when you fight uh, a moral fight. When you when you're involved in 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 the fundamental cause of morality of a country over an issue, that's the that's where you're going to have the most passion, and that's where you're going to have the most fervor, and that's where you're going to have the most um, ability to win. You know, uh, the civil rights movement wasn't about policies particularly; it was about morality, right? Well, but they did have policy demands. I mean, it you know. Oh, of course. It, well, you, it you manifested can't, you can't. like the under, underlying idea of why the policy should be enacted as sort of moral. Yeah, but, but, like, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, it wasn't policy first. It was morality first. Yeah. No. I mean, and that's, that, that's I feel true. like I feel like that's what this movement is. It's morality first, and I think that's why it seems to have a left-leaning bent to it because I think, politically speaking most of the moral fiber is on the left, you know, those are the people who usually care about the disenfranchised and the sick and, and the poor and the elderly and, and education and that kind of stuff. Uh, not that other people don't, but that's generally speaking the, you know, the the generalization there. Um, uh, and so I feel like to me that that's another thing that makes this, 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 this very different than other things that have happened before is that this is fundamentally a fight of morality and the, you know, because the morality here is, what is fair in terms of economics? That's the first question. Second question is what's fair in terms of politics? And then after that, you get these other things that people are worried about, these other things that people are concerned about, the other things that the 99% can argue about. But those first two things, I think, are, are the, the central key issues in, for everybody, you know, for everybody's happiness. Um, 
You know, because because we- whether you vote Republican or Democrat, if you don't have a job, it doesn't matter. You know, um, not, that's just how I feel about it. You know, you 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 can you know, uh, the banks don't care. You know, the banks will foreclose on you if you vote Republican or if you vote Democrat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the corporations will pollute your your town, your your blue state versus a red state, just the same. So so. You know, I think we have to put – that's what I like about this group is putting politics in terms of uh, what divides us aside for now and saying, what can we all agree on first? Let's start with what we can agree on and build from there, you know, and go after what we can agree on. And like I said uh, before, I'll say it again, you know, you can look at your life and, and really think about – the past and uh, the state of, uh, you know, what people were able to achieve in this country in the past and what they can do now, and does it look better than the future? And if you say no, if you say it looks worse in the future and you do nothing about it, you are helping to build that future. You are helping, you know, Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. You're helping to make that reality come to fruition if you do nothing when you see a problem. Um, so, I mean, I feel like that's the core, you know, if you ask yourself that question, that doesn't mean you answer yes and you go out and march, but I feel like it should, it should lead, like you said, it makes you want to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm open to the idea that like, you know, it turns into something that I'm prepared to uh, participate in. I I don't think that's I don't think that's impossible. It's just uh, you know where it stands now. Like I don't know. It's interesting. I you know I you know the way you describe I'm it. Like, what do you? Oh, go ahead. The way you describe it, like it. I mean, it's just it sounds like it sounds very unique. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. Uh, it, I've never seen anything like it, and I think for even if it's like almost as an. Ex- Experiment just to see what it is. I think is valuable. You know what I mean? To see this sort of democracy in action, and to see pe- how people, how these people are are carrying themselves and and organizing themselves, and just as a sort of scientific way to look at that, I think is interesting. Whether or not you commit to getting involved, I think uh, you know it's this is history in the making in a lot of ways. Um, you know, above and beyond what they'll get done and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, well, wow! I, I gotta listen to this to see if maybe I can get myself fired back up. Um, <laughs> you really but, should, uh, man. There was the you gave like two really rousing speeches. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, vote for me uh, this coming election uh, because I apparently am running for something. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, like, man. I mean, the last that's hour the, or so. It was the really. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. I'm at the point in my life, dude, where it's like, you know, you got to figure out what you stand for, and you got to figure out like what you're willing to let happen, and you got to figure out, you know, what you're willing to try to change. And I've been, you know, as most people in their 20s and 30s, and when they start to become adults, and they're looking around and seeing the state of the world and formulating opinions, you know, everybody goes through that those stages and you continue to go through those stages um but you know you look around for you know if you want to change something you kind of look around for how to change things and you kind of look at what's already there and okay 
I can join this party or I can vote in this election or I can march in this march or I can go do this thing and and that's all well and good. Participation is better than no participation. Um but I think to me this is the only thing that that has these qualities that make it um that that set it up to be fundamentally different than anything that's come before it. All the other stuff that didn't really work <laughs> This doesn't. This is different than that stuff. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to work, but what it means is uh, it doesn't necessarily have the trappings of the things that didn't work before. Uh, and to me, that's to me that's key. Um, and I think what what will what's uh, well, I'm not sure to say the the easiest way for for the Occupy movement to succeed is for more and more people to join. And for more and more people to join, I think more people need to hear about it and to basically agree with uh, the central anti-Wall Street sentiment. And uh, you know, if you agree with that, then I think uh, I think you're you know you're on board and and you should you should do something about that. And like I said, other issues people might have, other uh, ideologies and political uh, characteristics. Um, that that stuff is, you know, it's all welcome there. You can go speak your piece. You can go talk to people. You can say, hey, I think we should be doing this. If they agree with you, cool. If they don't, they don't. That's that's democracy. Um, and 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 I think it's it's unprecedented to be a part of something like that, to where you don't have to go and 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 follow a leader or go and uh, be a part of. Some institution that's been around for 100 years, or been around for 50 years, or has a very rigid model of operation, and um, you know, and obviously this kind of thing, like I said before, attracts people who want to be involved in something that's new and different or whatever. Uh, and the people who have the most passion for that come out first. But uh, I, I just think it's the kind of thing, man, that it's going to resonate with people so easily. I think that's why it spread so fast because. Uh, it, it, it's just it, the, the 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 central message is simple, and the central message is something that affects 99% of everybody. And I think that's why it's working, and I think that's why it's going to continue to work. Um, if their message was a little bit askew, if they were like, you know, like I said before, there's any number of little de changes you could make to how this thing is going, that me and uh, a ton of other people would be like, yeah, not so much for me, you know. Uh, and for you, it's the same way. I mean, for you, you you know, if they add the details to what they want, you might be on board. Uh, and they, you know, they might get there soon, sooner rather than later. Um, you know, but until then, I think it's just going to attract people who agree with the basic premise. So right. all I want you, all I want you to get from this, besides the fact that I'm happy you're inspired to do something, is. When you hear people say, "Oh, those Occupy Wall Street people—they don't have—they don't know what they want. We shouldn't listen to them." Like now, you know why that's not a valid argument. I feel like hopefully you know why that's just not a very strong argument. Like it's 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 you know it's I feel like it's a short-sighted um, you know uh, barb to, to throw at them. Um, and uh, and, I, and I see that in the media a lot. And I, I was going to make that comment about Bill Maher. I was watching Real Time. Oh, yeah. Most recent. <laughs> I know. That was like 15 hours ago. <laughs> I forgot. Wow, yeah. It's been an odyssey since then. Okay. 
uh, last uh, October 7th, Bill Maher, which is the first one where he brought up the Occupy Wall Street people, and he was talking about the Tea Party people. And so having sort of, you know, I guess, you know, I guess I'm a part of Occupy Wall you know, LA, you know, I've been there and I, I follow online religiously. Uh, and um, it was very, 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 very weird, dude, to hear these pundits talk about a group you're a part of. <laughs> it was very weird to hear them just make blanket statements about a group, and and, and I was just because you know I've, I've you know the same kind of stuff they you know somebody might say about the Tea Party. If you're not in the Tea Party, you have a different opinion. But if you're in the Tea Party, you're gonna be like, oh, that feels weird. You're talking about yeah. me. So yeah, so so him talking about the the you know Bill Maher talking about and he said the same stuff the media always and as much as I love Bill Maher, he's not you know he's 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 a human like anybody else he only has so much he can focus his attention on but but he was very you know sort of ignorant of what's going on there and and kind of reiterated what the media is is reiterating you know the same oh they don't know what they want it's just a bunch of kids blah 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 you know. Uh, and I feel like if he really went down there, like a lot of people have done, uh, Danny Glover was uh, came down to uh, Occupy LA. He was on the live stream talking. Uh, you know, Cornel West and Tavis Smiley went down there. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people. It's going to attract m- m- way more attention once celebrities and stuff get there. But anyway, um, you know, uh, Roseanne Arquette was there. Anyway. Um, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, Susan Sarandon was at the Occupy Wall Street, so, you know, um, but anyway, my point is, um, you know, if he would have a different opinion if he had went down there and talked to people and see what was going on, and yeah, I, you know, you're going to see a lot of people you don't agree with if you go down, if it's a, if it's enough people, right? Because it's, it's a wide tent. It's a lot of people that it's trying to attract, Um and so you're going to see people you don't necessarily agree with. You might see somebody with the, uh, you know, anti, you know, you're going to see anti-Obama people who are not like racist anti-Obama, but just they don't like his policies, um, you know. And I think you have to sort of what I like about it is you you take all that in with a grain of salt and you say that person is valid, you know, has a as is valid in having an opinion. That person is valid as being a human being. That person deserves economic justice, just like I do, and we can go from there. No, and, well, I guess uh, technically, aren't aren't racists potentially part of the ninety nine percent as well? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, all right. I they know, are part I of the ninety nine percent. Okay, yeah. I mean, I mean here's the thing. You know, maybe perhaps some of them aren't, but you know, at least, at least some are. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're just talking about 99% of population, not not economically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I I, I missed a literal. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're talking about that, then sure. But I mean, and I I think races should come down too. Now they might not want to stay <laughs> because they're they're not their ideas aren't going to be welcomed if they if they're like, hey, I'm anti-immigration. But wait, right. can they can they show up and just like veto everything? That's the other thing about this unanimous policy that seems weird. Like I would never do this because I don't want to be an asshole. But like, could mm-hmm. someone just come in and be like, I I don't want that. I don't want that. So, I don't want anything. I and just I, like ruin I everything. Answer, I think the answer is yes. But here's what I would imagine would happen. Okay. If somebody came up and they had a hard block on an issue. Because what happens is, you know, you can't just say no and people and it doesn't happen. You say no and you have to get up and defend while you're saying no. You have to say what your problems are, and you have to and you, you basically talk it out with the with the group, right? 
So if if someone is saying no, 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 no to everything, and it's clear that they're not trying to progress with things and they're just being assholes or they're just doing that on purpose, uh, I would imagine uh, that the group would just vote for unanimous unanimous consent to ignore that person. Unanimous minus one, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I think I think it would be something because it because I mean no, you know these people are there trying to do something uh, positive, and I think it, you know they're very they're on the lookout for for anybody who's trying to d- distract from that. I see. Okay. Yeah. I I don't actually think that's a serious problem, but it just. Uh... Yeah. You know, when when you when you go for a system like that where you sort of rely on everybody, like mm-hmm. I, I could see I could see certain types of people wanting to, you know, wanting to just amuse themselves by messing with that system. Yeah, and and but and that's the thing they're gonna you you're in a group of other people, right? So if you're the asshole who keeps saying no to every, I mean, you're gonna be surrounded by people who are not gonna like you because you're doing that, and they're gonna be, hey man, what's up, like. We're trying to get this thing passed, or, you know, why are you always saying no? I mean, you're going to have to – it's not like just being on the Internet saying no or being in Congress and, and voting no on everything and not getting any sort of face-to-face feedback. I mean, you're going to be in a group of people who who aren't liking the fact that you're ruining their process. So I think that will help de- de- derail some of that, uh, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But – um. But hopefully you know more about the Occupy movement now, and if people if you see people talking about it or whatever, you can chime in or you can say, yeah, 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 they might not have their list of demands yet, but uh, it'll come in time, or else they won't be that effective. I mean, I feel like that's the answer to that, you know. And uh, and I just I'm really tired of the media saying, oh, they don't have it, so let's turn the channel. We don't I need to listen to these guys because because they're not exactly like what we've seen before you know uh sorry there's such thing as new <laughs> you know um new things do happen so yeah 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 i um uh and i just think again there's 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 a, a peaceful uh there's just a great warm fuzzy feeling about about it being inclusive to the 99 percent and saying we can have our differences. We can we can uh, differ on, on issues, but we're all in the same boat, you know. And I feel like by going and and or showing support, however you show support, donating or you know whatever you know, uh, donating clothes, donating money, donating food, whatever. Um, that's the least you're doing is saying I care about this the future of this country and, and I care about my fellow man. And I feel like that's the two things that go together. Like the Tea Party didn't have that. The Tea Party didn't have that we want everyone to, to prosper together bent to it. Uh and I think that's you know, that's why I wasn't inclusive. That's why, you know, and it was a very angry thing in the beginning. So I feel like I feel like that's what makes this thing different is it's it's not like if you only believe these three things you can come. It's not like that. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. That makes it weird, man. It's weird. And uh and you know, I gotta say at least in Occupy Los Angeles has been I mean it's it's been phenomenal. Like they they are really close. I think the vote is Tuesday, uh, to get uh the city council to vote a measure of solidarity with the protesters. 
which basically means the city is going to validate the protest, which I don't know has ever happened in the history of America. Okay. Uh, and it's been nonviolent so far here in L.A., and mostly because, um, you know, these groups are sort of self-policing, and they don't like to say the word police, but you know what I mean? Like, they make sure that, you know, they, they resolve conflicts when people have conflicts, that they, you know, they're not littering, they're being good stewards of where they're occupying, that they're not you know, uh, making graffiti everywhere, they're not being loud, you know, and L.A. has been great about working with the police and working with the city government, and and they coordinated, you know, they coordinated the occupation before it started. They they said, hey, this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be down there doing this thing. We want to figure out how to do this peacefully with you guys. So, and the police, you know, LAPD has, has a bad history um, of violence, and this has been one of the most spectacular um, displays of uh, of uh, serving and protecting, you know, the local population that that, that the city have seen in a long time. Because other cities have not, you know, has, has a lot of violence. Other cities, the police are haven't been as great, and other cities haven't done what L.A. did, which is to to work with their local governance and and, and police departments. So, I think it says a lot to how these things can go in the future, and it says a lot about. You know, uh, you know, and it, you know, best practice. Cities can adopt best practices. That's what works in one city could work in another. It might not work, and people will figure that kind of stuff out. Um, but uh, Occupy LA, they've all, they've been saying since day one that they keep getting donations. That if you go there, they have food all day long. I mean, they have more food than they need. People are getting fed. Homeless people come to, you know, homeless people come and they need food. They get fed. Homeless people come and they need to they need a place to sleep. They try to find a tent for them to sleep in. You know what I mean? Like people are dropping off food and water, and this will this will really get you to this might actually make you want to go. But at least L.A. is their food is mostly vegan. <laughs> if you can if you can believe it, if you can believe it, she said most of the food that we're eating is vegan. She says sometimes there's meat stuff, but most of the stuff that they, I don't know what they're eating. But that's what she said, that most of their food that they have is vegan. So I thought that was ridiculous, uh, ridiculously awesome. Yeah, um, I, I'll buy that. I'm, I, that's, I, I could see that happening, especially yeah. in L.A. Because people are like, I don't want this vegan food. Give it to these guys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey, clean out the fridge of all that vegan food. We don't want that in here. Uh but uh, so they got like but, ten thousand vegan restaurants and like you know yeah. what are they going to do? But 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 that goes to show you how you can how you can organize societies in a peaceful, prosperous way. Uh, now, of course, the more people you have in a society, the more complicated it gets. You know, this is a a, a, a microcosm of of a society that that is that is basically socialist. Um, uh, but that's working in that way in that respect. And it just goes to show you, I think, that we can decide, you know, humans can decide how to live. We can all, we can decide to all reap the benefits and share equally or not. And we've eroded in, in, into a system where where people don't don't have fairness. And we can either say, yeah, that's fine, that's all we can do, or we can realize that, that that's not true and that, that uh, there's better systems out there of organization and cooperation that that uh, all all it needs is people to do it. Indeed. Indeed. All right. 
Well, thank you for listening to this podcast, everybody. I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, If you made it to the end, you are a hero. Uh, um, uh, My personal hero. And, um, you know, uh, a last disclaimer that uh, uh, the statements made on this podcast is not indicative of support of Hakshu or uh, any any of the... (laughs) Does Toxie support anything? Uh, yeah, no. Dropping calls, they support that. Oh, oh, uh, you know, oh, all of man. these, all these ideas are are just ideas and opinions, and you might have your own opinions, uh, which are valid. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, so I don't know. I'm yeah, not trying I mean, to... I don't know. I yeah, it's I don't know. We've done a couple uh, political uh, podcasts yeah. before, and uh, I don't know. You know, it's it's. Uh, I, I mean, know, personally, we had this whole like, I, personally, like, if I disagree with you, I don't, I don't want to join a group with you, but, but I, mm-hmm. but I don't mind your disagreeing with me. I just, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I disagree with you about something. I think you're wrong. So. Yeah, you know. but that's the thing. Like, <laughs> you can think I'm wrong. You can think I'm wrong about one issue, but, but it's the issues that we agree upon that we need to like affect change on, right? And then we'll get back to the stuff we disagree on. That I feel like. Deal with the stuff you disagree with second. Don't start to attack that first because you won't get any middle ground because there's some disagreements you can't change people's opinions on. So, and that's what we that's what we have in our politics today is is a, a lot of people focus on these things that that for more for some people will they will never change their opinion on. No whatever the, you know, even real world facts won't change their opinion. Even seeing the evidence won't change their opinion. So, I feel like don't focus on that. Right. Let people have the right to their opinion and to live their lives the way they want. Focus on what hurts people the most and what is best for the most people and what people can agree on. Like attack that first. And I feel like that is the Occupy Wall Street idea right there is let's let's deal with the biggest problems in our lives that affect everybody, which is economics and politics. Everything else, you know, the social issues come come after that, you know. And uh, and all the other stuff comes. I feel like comes out even even though they're just as important to people, and and some people might feel more sure. And I mean, you could have made that argument, you know, before other like uh, social uh, movements succeeded. And like, I think social issues matter. I'm like, I'm not sure that you know. I mean, and you know, to a well, certain extent, maybe they've been more successful uh, successful than uh, you know than broad sweeping like economic reform movements or something. Well, here's the thing. I mean, know? social issues go back to economics, right? I mean, that's and, and poli- so I mean, they're not unrelated, uh, you know, because there's economic, there's social issues in economics, right? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, so I I, I kind of try to split them up, uh, even though they're all related. Um, because when you're fighting for social issues, you're fighting for economic issues too. You know, if you're fighting for the right, a social issue like the right to vote, I mean, that's a political issue. That's an economic issue too. Sure. You know, like it, it's all. It's all, I, I kind of try to separate them by saying economics is in terms of you know the economy. You know, jobs, the economy, employment. You know, uh, you know, corporations and businesses and stuff like that. And politics is government. And then the social stuff is pretty much everything else. It's all the how do we how do we live and what are our values kind of stuff. And I feel like the economic stuff is the stuff that uh, that that most people can agree on doesn't work for them because, like I said, 
You can be pro-choice or pro-life. That's not going to determine whether or not you have a job. You know what I'm saying? So your primary issue, whether or not unless you your know, job is performing abortions, but yeah, yeah, yeah I take yeah. your point. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, and but I mean, even in that, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm saying like if they, you know, I mean, if they outright abortion, then that would affect certain people's jobs. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, and it, it affects people economically because you know if you're uh, if you have to take care of a baby or what have you, you know. True. The the but the but the primary <laughs> issue, right? Like you can have this social disagreement about you can be you know like I said anti-abortion or pro-abortion, but what whatever side of that you land on doesn't necessarily matter in terms of if you can put your kids through college or not, if you can buy health care. If you can afford your retirement, do you see what I'm saying? Like that—that that, it's secondary in terms of that stuff. Like because even though it might be related and it might be more important to you in terms of what you think about most, in terms of your day-to-day life, economic—I I, feel—I don't know. Maybe you could convince me otherwise, but I feel like economics affects people day to day. You know, when people I, go to sleep at night, most people are worried about economics. They're not worried about necessarily the social stuff when they go. When that's not what's keeping them up. What's keeping them up at night is can they pay their mortgage? Are they going to get evicted? Are they going to have a job next week? You know, can they afford to? You know, uh, you know, that hip replacement for their mom. That's the kind of stuff people deal with day to day to day. Yeah, I mean, I, Even yeah, if it, I, I, I don't disagree. It's just, it's just that I, you know, I, I don't think. So, but I mean, like, you know, I mean, I don't know. The like some of those problems are not necessarily resolvable. I mean, people worried about the economic situation, you know, before Wall Street was any kind of a problem. You know, I mean, it's you know, it's it's not as though like it's not as though you're going to be able to sort of get rid of economic uncertainty or well, I mean, you know, people worried about those things less though, right? I mean, in, in in times of economic prosperity, people worry about that stuff less. In times of economic disparity uh, and disparity, <laughs> if I can say that, um, or despair, oh, uh, that's what I meant. Uh, and you know, I think they think about it more. So it fluctuates. I'm not saying over time, every time, all the time. But I just think that that it's 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 intractable. Your your being in a in this country, your your you you are a part of the economic system, whether you have a job or not. And having a job is integral to being a part of that system. So what you believe in terms of separation of church and state, what you believe in terms of um, you know what what people teach in school like all that stuff is related all this stuff goes back to, back and forth to these to these issues right but yeah, the yeah, core absolutely. the core Education of all education is very uh yeah very yeah 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 to totally economy. totally and edu- education's an economic issue too if you get down to it yeah. so so that's what i'm saying like all of that stuff goes back to economics that if we don't have economic but then if someone freedom, like totally disagrees about how education should be sort of maintained, I mean, even if they are also dissatisfied, you know, you know, why, you know, it just, it just seems strange, like, to sort of stand together with someone like that. It's like... But you're not standing together for your differences. You're standing together for your, your commonalities. That's why you're standing together. So, I, I and I think it's, 
ma- you know, magnanimous in a way. I think it's 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 the height of of human capacity to overlook someone else's differences and to look into what makes them valuable and to make and and look at what what binds you and say, okay, let's let's go with that. So that I feel like that that's the point, right? The point isn't to say we disagree, let's go march together. Like that doesn't make any sense. The point is, what do we agree on? Okay, these two things, let's go march about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I see. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah, you're if you go to these events, you, you will meet a ton of people who have a lot of ideas. Some might be crazy, some you might not have heard of, you know, like we were at this class talking about Glass-Steagall, people had never heard of that. People people didn't know why that was important. That that, you know, that this this uh this this law basically uh if I if I get my story straight, separating, you know, um uh what is it? Uh, regular banking from investment banking. Right. You know yeah. the fact that 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 change, which was instituted after the Great Depression, you know after the financial, you know the Wall Street collapse in '29 or whatever it was, um, you know why is it important that that was changed? You know how was the system, you know, affected by that change? Like if people don't know that, again, like I said before, ignorance and complacency is the is the uh, the biggest tools, the status quo, and the powers that we have. So. You know, if people, if the least you do is go down to one of these things and you learn something new about how the economy works and how the government works and you can be more informed, I think that's something good. Even if you say, man, these are a bunch of hippies, I'm out of here. But I learned I learned that we need Glass-Steagall reenacted, you know. I learned that what these banks are doing isn't right and I didn't even know they were doing that. You know, I didn't even know that's why. You know, what's a derivative? There's people who don't know what a derivative is, or a mortgage-backed security, or why that's even important. You know. Um. <laughs> I, think, I think I know what a derivative is, but I'm probably wrong. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not an expert in this stuff either. Um, <laughs> I, I can tell you how the collapse happened, uh, generally speaking. Uh, but I, you know, but beyond that, I'm. You know, yeah, to me. I, I think I have that. I think I have that sort of down now. But uh, yeah, uh, you know the, the 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 vague story. But really, like I hate to say it, but like don't don't I, say it then. <laughs> well, Shut up just, about it. Just in the, in this context, I hate to say it. I'm gonna have to though. I, no, I don't have to, but I'm going to. Um, anyway, All right. Say um, it. But like, I hate economics. I it's it's of all of all the subjects in the world that there are. Mm-hmm. It's like it's got to be one of my least favorite. I've never liked it. I've never been interested in it. It it makes me want to vomit when I hear even the terminology they use. I mean, using the word derivative like makes me angry. Like because I, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> you want math to have that one. Yes. The massive evidence is good. I whatever it means in economics, I I just I hate it. I hate that they hate that they took that word. And um, I just I I understand like practically speaking, it's probably one of the more important disciplines because of the um, role that uh, money plays in everyone's life. Literally, I mean, it's hard to deny that like. It's it's very significant and people need to study it. It matters, et cetera, et cetera. But 
Mm-hmm. I still can't make myself not just want to vomit when people talk about it. It's, yeah. And and so it just hey, bugs man. me. And 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 it bugs me even more because we're talking about let's let's have economic reform. And so like first of all, I hate it. Second of all, I don't know that much about it. And so you know, therefore, these are this is these are all obstacles to change, right? And that's, I mean, that's hawk. I I don't you know I don't have yeah. good solutions to propose. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Well, but I like, mean, I, I think it starts I, simple, like, dude. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I just think I think it starts simple and I, I mean I I feel your frustration. I'm I'm pretty I'm in the same boat. I mean, a lot of this stuff I don't I don't understand. Again, you have to go and find the information out for yourself and and we we've been gifted with one with the best tool of information in the history of mankind, aka the internet. More specifically, Wikipedia. And you can go find this stuff out. And, <laughs> Thank you. And, and a lot of this stuff isn't as complicated as it seems in terms of the basic principles, right? It's like I could ask you this question. Um, do you think – and maybe – let's see. There's a test. Maybe we'll get an answer or not. <laughs> do you think uh, – in terms of economics, do you think the top 1% should own 40% of the wealth in the country? Uh I mean, generally speaking, I would say, uh, no, that sounds bad. Okay. Wow, you're an economic uh, professor here. Like, you, you know a lot about economics. <laughs> Do you think that uh, it's fair I could imagine Wall- some weird hypothetical scenario where that were okay. In the scenario we're actually in, it, it's mm-hmm. not good. Could, uh, do you think that it's fair? That, that was my only hesitation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's and it's fair. Do you think that it's fair for Wall Street to make money off of money uh, without actually providing any real return of wealth into the economy, without uh, actually producing anything? Um. Uh, let's see. Hmm, 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 hmm. So here's, here's okay, what I would okay. say to so, make it. Uh, yeah, like the problem is I don't really understand how that works. And, and so you know, I like say. I think here's about like say. there's, there's, you know, you know, people, um, mm-hmm. you know, get to, you know, gamble on things and so on. Like there's a certain, at least stock trading has a lot in common with gambling. Like, um, you and know, like, like, like I'm not sure that that shouldn't be possible i like i don't know i it, i i feel like the question is you know is you it, is it sort of being abused or something yeah, yeah you might argue you might argue for, and what i would say about exactly. this thing is when you when you as an average american work you work to produce a good or service that has a value right yeah like that's that's why you get paid for work is because you're building something that can be sold or you are providing a service that has a value or, you know, which in turn makes somebody produce something that can be sold. You know, that's the, the basic principle of uh, of work and, uh, you know, the uh, the economy. The way Wall Street works, of course, is they are able to, uh, you know, basically, basically they're able to take financial assets and declare values on them without those values actually being accurate, right? So they can say this thing, you know, you know, you go to work and, you know, the company you work for determines your value for, for what you're making and, of course, the value that for you to the company based on how much they pay you and, 
and uh, what the benefits you get for working at that company, right? There's there's values associated with that. Well, on Wall Street, they get to determine their own values for their own assets, and they get to sell and buy and trade them back and forth to each other without actually making anything new by doing that. So one bank can sell a group of mortgage-backed securities to another bank and then sell that to another bank and sell that to another bank and sell it back to the original bank. And there's this exchange and this profit that has been made by these sales, but nothing exactly changed. Nothing has actually been created. Nothing has actually been produced. And so there's that, that, that creates a bubble. That, that's money that has been created that does not go back to a tangible asset. You know, the United States left the gold standard back in the 20s or 30s or whatever, where the Federal Reserve took over when it was created. And, and you know, now the dollar isn't tied to how much gold we have, you know. Uh, so, so anyway, maybe I'm, maybe I'm proving the point about how economics is boring. <laughs> <laughs> But my point was my point was my point was that that it's it's unsustainable to have an economic system where people can not only create assets and to define the assets to values that they want and to sell and trade and collude and, and do that kind of stuff, but they also it's a it's a win win situation because they can bet on each side of the coin and each side of the of the value. So if, if a stock goes up, if a stock goes down, they can bet either way and not lose any money. And as we saw in the financial collapse, if they ever do lose money, if they ever do need, you know, get overextended and spend more than they actually have in the books, um, you know, because banks are allowed to do that. Banks are allowed to spend more than they kind of technically have up to a certain margin. And they went way, 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 way over that. And when it was time to pay the check, they didn't have money. But who ended up paying was the taxpayers, you know. So anyway, I, I, maybe I did prove the point that this is complicated. But but um, but I, but I think if you if you ask people just basic questions about economics, there's basic simple answers. Now I'm not saying solutions are simple by any means. I think that's a that's a farce. That's what you know Sarah Palin says about we just need common sense solutions. It's like yeah, sometimes solutions aren't common sense. Sometimes solutions are counterintuitive. Sometimes solutions are extremely complicated. Right. Uh, but I think in terms of looking at the issues, they're more often can be can be uh, whittled down to very simplistic uh, ideas. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't want to be too much longer on this podcast. I think we're in hour five now. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so no one's going to listen to it. <laughs> Because uh, we haven't been talking about loss, so no one's going to be. Oh yeah, you're right. It. You're right. I think there's one. Yeah. Lo- there's one last reference in there. I mean, I mean, come on, dude. Would you go listen to a five-hour economics political podcast? Fuck mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if it were my favorite lost podcasters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's still listening, thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> we just agreed we wouldn't be listening. <laughs> Uh, but I, I like to think it was somewhat entertaining, but you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I just I think it's important to have the debate and the discussion. And like I said, I don't you know I don't know how long this Occupy thing is going to go on. I don't know what the end goal is, but if at the very least you know my personal goal, because I feel called to do it, is to just engage my immediate group of people that I know and talk about this stuff and. And uh, whether or not it comes to anything, I think it's important just to ha- just to hear what people like and don't like about the country and about what's going on in their lives and what's going on in the economy and in politics and and all that stuff. And 
Because if you're not talking about the issues, the people who don't want you to be talking about it will be happy. You know, the people who, you know, there's people who, who hope everybody stays home. There's people who hope that, you know, the occupied Wall Street people are looked at as crazy and unorganized and um, and undisciplined. And there's people who, who are uh, smoking cigars in country clubs saying, yep, this isn't going to go anywhere. They don't have a coherent message. That's great. Just keep keep going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like those are the people who are succeeding in this country, and those are the people who, who uh, and, and it's, like I said, it's not everyone who's rich, because um, it's not it's not a rich issue necessarily. I think it's more of a morality issue, uh, because there's rich people who are very who have high morals and who give back and who do philanthropy and who. You know, who you can be successful and be a good person too. It's not they're not not mutually exclusive. Um, and that's you know, and so my my whole thing is just to try to what to the extent that I can to educate and counteract any uh, sort of negative propaganda with this with this movement and, and sort of civic interaction in general. Because like I said, um, status quo wants you to stay home, man. They want you to. They want you to think you can't do anything. They want you to think you know it's too big of a problem and it's going to take too much of your time and and you might not think this and you might not think that and you don't know about this group. You don't know these. They, I mean, all of that plays into their advantage, you know. And uh, you only get one life. You, only get one, you know, you only get one chance to you know not not one chance to make a difference, but you know uh, you you know you have to stand up at a certain point or. Or don't and 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 have no room to complain. I just uh oh well never mind. But um all right everybody, uh, you have any final words, Justin? Um, you know uh, we covered a lot of ground today and. Uh, <laughs> I uh I hope that was uh productive. I think uh you know. Mm-hmm. I got I got all my questions answered. I you know. Okay. So um yeah, I mean you, you feel like you have a better understanding of the Occupy Wall Street movement and Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. What it is, what it isn't sort of. Yes. 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 Much more so than before. So that's probably true of anyone who uh who who didn't didn't yeah. know that much about it before. Um, well, that's all I wanted. I did have a goal, and that was my goal, and I hope nice. you missed it. Because I mean, that's the thing. I, trust what? me. I mean, that's, that's the thing about seeing. Oh, what are those people, and who's this? And I'm hearing something on the news. I don't know what it is, and and I think it's it's hard to. I mean, it's easy in a way, but it's hard to find out information about certain things like that, and to get a, a good sense of. Um, you know who to trust about what you're hearing. So trust me, because I'm not being paid to say this. Right. Wink, wink. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. Um. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Yes. Thank uh, you. I also my thanks I extend also for you too. Thank you. Thank you, Justin, for being the voice of the of the common man, the average. Uh, yeah, American hair. No problem. It's easy for me to do because, like the average American, I'm pretty spectacularly uninformed about a lot of things. 
I would say if you're at all interested, if you're at all curious, go down to your local occup occupation uh, and, you know, you can find it online, occupy whatever city, see if there's one. You can go to, uh, I think it's meetup.com, that meetup site where, you know, people can do those meetups. I keep saying meetups. And, uh, and they have a list of all the different places that are in various states of organization and occupation. Um, uh, like I said, some people just started. Some people are in day two and three. Some people, you know, 17, 18. Um, you know, it's, uh, we'll see how long this thing goes, man. And there's no guarantee. And I don't think it's a failure. You know, I don't think anyone who goes out and participates, even for an hour, even for five minutes, even dropping off some water that, to, to these people, even whatever, I don't think you should count yourself a failure if this thing, if it peters out in a month. You shouldn't count yourself a failure as if, um, you know, uh, we don't rewrite the Constitution. Um, <laughs> you know, getting, I really getting, hope <laughs> you don't do that because that's, that's a tough road. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, getting out there, showing support, um, showing that you, you have a vested interest in the direction of this country, you, that you, you've succeeded by doing that. So uh, by the, the least that you, uh, you know, the minimum you could do, that, that that's what you're doing is, it's showing you you have a voice, you care, it's important, and hey, everything else is icing on the cake. Nice. Until next time. See you later, guys. I was going to say, until next time, stay occupied. Oh. <laughs>